the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast, where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the biblical five-point covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling. To another exciting episode of the Worldview Media Podcast. <laughs> we are pleased to announce that Ma beat the consumption. I beat it. I don't know. I'm still still fight. Still fight. <laughs> we had the doctor over to bleed her a little bit, and she's doing a lot better now. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> oh, man. So we are here. Oh, I'm I'm Gordon Runyon. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> I'm the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Tucumcari, New Mexico, and with me today in two in in the studio in two studios. <laughs> in studio two. <laughs> and that's what I meant to say. Studio, studio two. two. <laughs> With me in the studio are two women who were shot to death by Aaron Burr in a duel. Oh my. No. Not me and her. <laughs> Somebody obviously didn't listen. I'm being more historical. <laughs> Historically, Jordan you and I were, were shot. Killed in a duel. That's right. Wow. Alright. So here is our here is our daughter, Jordan. Hello. 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 Here is our cat, Jelly. And here is Joyce. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right, we are here to discuss worldview content in the hit Broadway musical, Hamilton. Hamilton. Do you want the CD? I just didn't know if you wanted to say who it was by or... No. Okay. Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's written and starring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. when you write it, you can cast whoever you yeah. want. Well, if you have that kind of creative control. You know, that's yeah. what happened with Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So, here we are. Uh, Jordan, describe what... Hamilton is. Um, Hamilton is a it's a hip hop musical about Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton, and sort of the revolution, and then his own personal life after that, up to the point with the the duel with uh, Vice President Aaron Burr. Okay. And then. Uh, that's about it. And then that's about it. And there's singing and there's probably dancing, but. Uh, we haven't actually seen yeah. the the play. You just listened to the music. Yeah, no, many I, times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> many times. Um, yeah, because it's 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 still just running like on stage. Okay. So. Yeah, there's not anything recorded other than the music at this point. <clears throat> and Ma. Yeah. How, <laughs> how, how would you describe the music? Well. I ran across it on my Kindle after we received a request about uh, 
reviewing Hamilton. So that, that was one reason that we're doing this. Um, another reason is because I knew Jordan was really familiar with it. And uh, like I say, it was on my Kindle. And I was a little bit leery to listen to it because it, it said it was explicit. And so yeah. I was like, uh, you know, you got to be careful what you listen to in your office. <laughs> <laughs> so I hadn't really listened to it until uh, yesterday. And uh, although it is explicit, it's not as bad as maybe I was thinking some of it would be. Uh, probably some of it is a little bit um, racy, maybe? Yeah, a little racy, yeah. There's some racy parts. Uh, there's uh, there's some language. <laughs> a dash of language. Uh, a sprinkling of language here and there. And yeah. uh, it is hip-hop. It's kind of rapping, and there is some singing outright, I think. But, yeah, but there a lot are a of few it's... sung songs. It's a lot of rap and that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So, but it's, um, it was interesting for me. For one, I really wasn't that familiar with Hamilton. So I didn't remember, I'm sure at some point in my life. <laughs> I'm betting you're not really more familiar now having listened to the music but i think even jordan was saying that the the writer tried to pull things from historical documents from things that were available and and put those into the the musical yeah well the whole the whole thing started he had gone on vacation after finishing this other show that he had written and done and uh at like the you know, on the way to go on vacation, he had got this Hamilton biography because he was like, oh, I can read this while I'm vacationing. That'll be fun. And I guess he wasn't through the first chapter when he was like, okay, now I have to write a musical about this guy because it's incredible. this is crazy. And yeah. so, so that's, so he's been, th since the beginning, it was all sort of really grounded in actual history and trying to just sort of bring that to more to life to be more sort of accessible and stuff yeah because he really is an interesting gentleman and uh, it's funny that jordan says that the producer of the play really was reading <laughs> an actual book because i thought after this was after i heard it i thought you know maybe i need to go back and revisit some of our founding fathers and just see who, what they were about right. i think most of the history that we get in our Public school rooms are, it's very cut and dried. Um, it's about dates. It's about, this is what happened here Documents. and there. And it really yeah. doesn't look at, at who these people were. Um, one of the songs is, uh, I think it, We Turned the World Upside Down. Oh, Yorktown. Yeah, Yorktown. the world turned upside down. And, and that really was what America did. What the colonies did had never really been done, had never been achieved had been successful yeah they keep saying that line the world will never be the same and stuff and it's you know it's obviously true so there i mean and it's not a genre that you really care for you know you don't really like the hip-hop and the rapping and yeah and so that's fair <laughs> and so he didn't really he didn't listen <laughs> i tried i tried i listened to one song that was what 45 minutes long? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No, one song. <laughs> no one song is 45 minutes long. I think the longest one that you probably heard was uh, was this one, My Shot, which is probably like four, 
four minutes long, four and a half or oh, something. Oh, no, it was way more than that. No. I think you were listening I was to ready. the whole thing. It, there's not like a break in between the, the songs. It's just this song and then this song and then this song. So by 45 minutes, you probably like almost had the first half done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so many different songs. I was, yeah. I was all done by that time. Not my genre. Uh, yeah. I'm the... Uh, middle-aged white dude <laughs> oh, i just man. couldn't you're gonna play the white I was, card i was out i was out <laughs> i tried it's just not my it's not my uh thing my wheelhouse <laughs> wheelhouse well you know rap isn't really anything i've ever really gotten into you know i i've never had rap right, right. stuff but uh well, imagine if if the CD had been filled with country music, though. You wouldn't have sat through 45 minutes. You know, I've sat through some things that we've reviewed. <laughs> that... You wouldn't have sat through country music for 45 minutes. I might have. Much less for two hours. I might have. Not country music. I might have. <laughs> well, we'll see. Because I was see. listening to we'll the words. It wasn't about... <laughs> yeah, no, it's about the it's about the story. Yeah, it wasn't... The delivery you may not have cared for, but I was listening to the words and trying to get what they were saying and saying and hear them. And of course, this is only like half of the medium. You know, this is a stage play. It's yeah. meant to be seen and experienced in this whole other way that we can't really do right now. So this is only half the yeah. the experience. And I'm sure seeing it is more complete, yeah. you know. Because it's not just this noise, like yeah, you probably right, hear, right. hear noise. And no, I can tell it was music. I just, I didn't care for it. I mean, so, so I guess you wouldn't. I don't like any music these days. <laughs> <laughs> these darn kids. <laughs> these They're hip hop musicals. <laughs> They're rocking and rolling. So. Devil music. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're a bad man. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, so I looked up the Hamilton wiki page just oh, sure. to, to kind of... Because that's been peer-reviewed. We can trust it. <laughs> no, I looked it up to avoid having to listen to the whole CD set. But, no. <laughs> because he based it it's off like the Hamilton, wiki page. <laughs> Hamilton for dummies. Okay. Okay. Hamilton, right. the, so what'd you find the musical? The musical. Okay, for, for dummies. dummies. Okay. Right. And? Well, there was. I think I saw somebody say. Well, no, it wasn't there. It was somewhere else I saw Christians talking about Hamilton, the musical. And the suggestion was made that Hamilton, the musical, bears the same relationship to actual history as. Veggie Tales bears to the Bible. Is that fair or unfair? I, I feel like that's probably unfair. It's a I mean, harsh. there are, uh, there are some real liberties that are being taken here and there, like, like when characters meet each other in the yeah. timeline and right. like where they are at this one specific time. Like, people show up at Hamilton's wedding who were actually in a different state at the time. You know, like stuff. Yeah. It's not like exactly everything, but I feel like it. He, he takes some license. Yeah, he does of, yeah. creative license to make it. Yeah. Flow as a story a little better, maybe, right. but I don't know that I would. 
Well, don't go that far. I have read some biographical, biographical. <laughs> how do you say that? Biographical. <laughs> I've read some biographical material for real. I know. I know. There's a book on my Kindle about Hamilton, and yeah. I know I read it, but so it was. What do you remember? About it was it? hugely boring. What I do remember <laughs> is that he was a he was a, a legitimate genius. That seems to be the... And that he was like head and shoulders above, intellectually speaking. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not I sure. I, he was kind of a short guy, though. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not sure that his philosophical foundations were anything that I would be ecstatic about. But right. mentally, intellectually, he yeah. was he was huge. Really no, I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I keep I keep kind of saying to like friends and stuff who I talk to about this. I'm like. The thing is, is that uh, Hamilton, and also the guy who created the show, like, I really like both of them as, like, how they're presented. Like, Hamilton as a character, he's really pretty interesting and stuff, and super cool and all this, mm. but I feel like there's still, I wouldn't have voted for him, you know? Oh, and it's why not? The, Well, I feel like I don't, like, I, it's just sort of like what you were saying, that, like, it's not... Like he's he's obviously a really smart guy, but I don't know that we. What it's based yeah, founded that, that on. He's I, a bit more into centralized government. Right. Yeah. yeah right. He's he's right. well. He was like the founder of the whole Federalist right, Party exactly. at that time, and so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have voted for the man myself. And, I mean, he never was president. Right. But right. uh, <laughs> but I think that just because, a person, especially like a real historical person. I feel like we can't always like discount the the good things that they do just because because people are complicated, you know, and just because you maybe don't agree with like this one thing, that doesn't mean that they didn't actually really have all these other qualities. Like he wasn't actually a really smart guy. So you're saying everybody's attitude on Facebook is completely wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know everybody's attitude. <laughs> what is everybody's attitude on Facebook? But if I they disagree with you at one point, then they're out. And, well, and you're done, I mean, I, I don't I don't think that you have to. I mean, it can be hard, I think, to reconcile that like, OK, we don't agree about this thing, but that doesn't mean that yeah, everything else, sure. you know, right, right. but but it's okay. true. Yeah, I'd, I'd well, go along with you. This that. is different, too, in that it's a this isn't fiction. I think most of the things we've looked at have really been. A fiction type of well, it is fictionalized. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. but it's based on somebody right. real. Yeah, and so yeah, there's probably some license that goes into this, but I think that you see more about the the producer, the writer, uh -huh. and you can look at what he thinks about this man, and maybe pull some conclusions from what he's written about him. All right, right, okay. All right, well, let's stop and take a break, and we'll come back and talk more about Hamilton, the musical. An American musical. An American musical. And what's your name? <laughs> what? <laughs> when we come back, we'll rise up. Because <laughs> here come the general. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, man. <laughs> now I'm nervous. All right. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts, where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. 
We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio podcast network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit reconstructionistradio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom. We're back and we're looking at Hamilton, an American musical, a uh, piece of, well, let's just be honest, it's historical fiction. It, yeah. It's not, uh, musical. it's maybe not outlandish. No. Uh, it is really based on biographical information. Right. Okay, so we want to talk about some worldview issues here. Let me just ask you some questions to spark your discussion. Uh, After listening to the whole thing, what do you believe that the music is seeking to communicate bottom line about Hamilton or about that generation of Americans? Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I know... That the writer has said what his overall goal was. Okay, for future reference, we don't cheat. (laughs) (laughs) She's just going to go straight to the source. But I'm going straight to the source. What? uh... (laughs) That's cheating. (laughs) All right, go ahead. What, What Mr. Miranda has said his hope was, was to sort of the idea of, like, you can't control the way in which you're remembered and and all you can do is sort of you're the best thing for when you're there and whether or not that gets oh, that's interpreted. whether or not that's interpreted in one way or the other way it's it's sort of beyond you because you can't control who's gonna well who lives or who dies or who ends up telling that story to somebody else so that's kind of the idea well, that sounds like you're <laughs> suggesting that maybe the the theme of the musical is kind of existential. It's about how I can use it. You know, it doesn't have a inspirational message right. that I can put yeah. into practice. Yeah, now. I I guess you it does kind of have that inspirational thing where it's like, hey, like you got to go out and do. The, do the, good things do, do right the now. thing that you're yeah, gonna yeah. do and and what some happens of, after that is not it's not up to you I think some of his songs he's really emphasizing that history was watching what was going on at the time all this stuff was happening with Washington and yeah. Burr and Lafayette and all these people and and uh, Jordan and I were talking about it just a little bit and so he realizes that some entity is watching, and he calls it history. But to to have that recognition and that acknowledgement that what I'm doing is being seen, history is something other people write down. But 
you are always being seen with what you're doing and you are accountable for those things that you do if anybody sees you or not. And so I think he he gets a little bit of that and maybe he doesn't quite understand that that who is watching is God right. and right. not necessarily history. But he he understands that there is an accounting for what you do. Right, he does kind of talk about being, <clears throat> knowing that history will judge their actions. Right. Mm -hmm. I did catch that, that he he did believe there was a judgment day coming, but it was kind of this uh, uh, amorphous concept of history. Yeah, like how history. will they think of me later right, kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit falling short of a biblical sense of judgment day, but yeah. but like you say, understanding <laughs> that that what they're doing right now will count sometime later, yeah. whether for good or for mm -hmm. ill. So just because he, he terms that entity history. And then in another song, uh, he talks about how do we know that we haven't been placed. All of us have been placed here at this time for this reason. And I don't know if he says God or if he says God's, but that here we are in this place, all of us. And it has to be for a reason. Right. Well, that's very interesting because that touches on things like predestination and, and the concept of fate and destiny. Right. And uh, it's, always, it's always blown me away how quickly secularists are nonetheless willing to speak in terms of destiny. And, sure. And we're all here for a reason. Mm. And yeah, yeah. You'll hear secularists uh, being interviewed on TV and they'll say, well, I believe everything happens for a reason. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Based on what? I had a atheist friend of mine on, the, on my last ship in the Navy and used to argue with him and try to witness to him. And... and he actually said that when he encounters rough times in his life or things don't go the way he wants them to, that he he tries to sit back and think, well, I'm obviously supposed to learn something from this. But he's a rank atheist. I mean, he's as hardcore <laughs> atheist as... And uh, so that was... So what would it matter if he learned something right, from and, and for an atheist to say, I'm supposed to do yeah. one thing or another, that's nonsensical right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. yeah. There can be no, you must or you should or yeah. anything like that, other than, you know, your own preference or whatever. So, <coughs> do either one of you have a sense of, whether you cheated or not, do either one of you have a sense <laughs> of how the writer feels about America and its founding and today, or is he, is there any kind of sense you have about casting modern political uh, grids back on what they were doing then, or is there anything like that? Is he making, I guess I'm asking, is he making a political statement? Silence. Uh, <laughs> I... I feel like it's probably hard to write about the beginning of America without sort of yeah. thinking about America now. And I, another thing he always is bringing up in different songs, reprising, is that uh, we won't be free until everyone is free. And so slavery is an issue to him there. 
at that time. I don't know if slavery really was. Yeah, it was. An issue. Okay. Oh, it wasn't a, an issue they fought over. But well, I mean, well, I it was going on. Some people and it was, who sure. were yeah. against it still. Some of the founders were slave owners. And, so, uh, and I don't know. I really, I just don't know if that was stuff that was brought up in the Constitution. I don't know if that was no, stuff that wasn't. was even thought of to bring up, if there were any talks about it. But he mentions it specifically, I think, in at least maybe every, three to five yeah, songs. Yeah, at least a few. You know, yeah, about in freedom and slavery. In, tr- in order to be free, you have to not, um, there has to be no slavery. And I, right. I just don't think that that was something that they were discussing at that time. No. It was there. It was in the society. I know, probably some people were against it. Some people were. And there's another song where they were like talking, and and the southern people were saying, "Oh, we just create." And he's getting mad at him and saying, "No, you don't create. You have slaves that do your labor. So you're not just yeah producing nothing out of nothing. We don't have debt and all this other stuff." But that's another song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I on that issue, I know from my reading of the history of the time is that uh one of the one of the motivating factors for secession in the first place was <laughs> the idea that it came down to they were either going to secede and fight for their freedom or they would become slaves that they saw king george and great mm. britain gradually turning them into slaves and right. and they were they had to get out of it before they were in it too deep to get out and, yeah. and uh so slavery was an issue it just uh you know we're all kind of people of our time and yeah conditioned by what's around us and and so some good and i think in some places some devout christian men still had blinders on and and uh didn't understand exactly what was going on around him. So, but I mean, if if you look at that concept about freedom not being a slave, if you look at it biblically, yeah, I mean the the truth of it is, slavery is real. Yeah, and that's the condition. You know, you are well, a slave. Yeah, there's a sense in which slavery is inevitable. And, and the then, question isn't slavery yes. free, but who is your master? Who is your master? Because you right. are a slave. You know, that's just but straight I, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do believe that as Christians, we understand that with the coming of the gospel, uh, that the principles of the gospel are incompatible with the thought that Christian men and women can own people. Yeah. Right. Uh, those are... Well, yeah, and I'm not saying... Right, right. ...owning people, but people want to say, well, I am free because I can choose to go down to the store or I can choose to move if I want to. And, right. Um, you're not. Well, you're paying 55% of your income in taxes. You can revel in your freedom. And, yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Uh. Okay, so you didn't feel like, you did feel like there was some political statement there in terms of slavery and uh, the, how, how the concept of owning people was kind of at odds with what the founders were trying to accomplish. Yeah, that's probably fair yeah. to say. Okay. All right. But was there an anti-American slant to things or 
No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Or was like it just it's... more like, I love my family, but there were a bunch of idiots in my family. And, uh... I, I don't even think that, that was... <laughs> no, I don't even... I, I don't think I would say that either. It wasn't I feel even like that it, strong. It, it was really... I feel like it was very in support of, of the idea of America as this really great right. uh, idea, this really great experiment, yeah. like they keep right. calling it and stuff. And well, I, I don't see that it was anything saying anything bad about the nation now. Right. Well, one of the like places that, that make me tend to agree with you, one of the bits that I did hear was one of the songs that King George sings. Okay. <laughs> and King George is framing his relationship with the colonies as if it's a romantic relationship yeah. and wondering why they why do they want to leave him yeah and, yeah and he loves them and, yeah and then a couple of times during the song he says I'm going to kill your family and your friends in order to to prove prove my love yeah. for you or to remind, remind you of, of how, how much, much I, I love, love you. you. Yeah, to remind <laughs> you of my love. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send armed garrisons to remind you of my yeah, love. Yeah, he says, um, uh, I'll send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. And then <laughs> right. I'll kill your friends and family. <laughs> right. <laughs> to remind you. <laughs> right, so King George is like a stalker boyfriend yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, those are good songs. <laughs> So you got to be in favor of getting away from that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Anything about the ethics of revolution? Uh, I think it's at least framed in the in the play as being the right thing to do for at these people time. at this time. Yeah. And it doesn't really speak to anything outside of that. We have a really quick mention at in the second act about the French Revolution because uh -huh. there's the whole. Uh, questioning whether America should help them or not because we had this treaty and they helped yeah. us and should we help them and uh, somebody says that uh, well it's Washington I think Washington says you know we will help them if they can figure out what they're doing because right now it's just chaos they're not right. really they're not leading they're just rioting and well and then there's another line about our treaty was with the was with the king and he's dead. So. Yeah. so unless his head comes and talks to us and asks us for help, you know, we're kind of <laughs> Should we honor our treaty, King Louis' head? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a pretty decent thought in terms of the nature of the French Revolution. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are aware that that was a purely atheistic right. thing and uh, very bloody and, mm -hmm. and blowing past every boundary for right. the sake of knocking down the boundaries and... Mm -hmm. and uh, that was very different than the American Revolution, it or the American uh, fight for independence. I slip into pagan ways of talking about it, the War of Independence. Uh, but uh, what what stuns me still today is that there are still Christians around who would say that America did the wrong thing by taking up arms against King George because right. he was God's man and and it was wrong for them to mount any kind of armed action against him. Mm -hmm. And still stuns me, really, because when you read the lengths that they went to and every avenue that right. they exhausted... And, to try and get things... And the, and the biblical foundations that they cited for 
it wound up being foundations for defending themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, the the leader of the only superpower in the world floats cannon ships into Boston Harbor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're running around with pitchforks or something like that, you know, uh, you better figure out a way to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other ethical dilemmas that were in there or anything that... Um, I think there were some things mentioned with uh, just George Washington and what they were asking him to do and not really supporting him and how was he supposed to get this done and that Hamilton was really useful to him and and just getting this message out so that everybody knew what was going on and it wasn't just being in secret that we want you to do this but we're not going to support you in doing it. And, And even that the the colonists were not being very helpful because they right. wanted British money. Right. You know, they'd say, No, if you don't have yeah. if you don't have the money, I'm not gonna help you. And so for me to be reminded of all of these things, of just the dire straits that they were in a lot. A yeah. lot of the time. Including the dire strait of realizing that by the time the war started, the movement for independence in the colonies was still a minority opinion, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there were a lot of people that were in favor of just remaining mm-hmm. loyal subjects of King George. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of, I think it was Samuel Adams who said that it doesn't take a majority to win, but it takes a tireless minority that's willing to work unendingly is setting brush fires in people's right, minds. Right. And, I mean, that's my butchering of the <laughs> quote, but that well, was his I think his Hamilton idea. really was, he really was that force with his writings. And he, he, he just wrote and wrote and wrote. <laughs> and, right. And in, had great influence with his writings. He was a rhetorical genius, right? As a lawyer and oh, yeah. he's the guy you wanted on your team. You, if you're yeah, gonna... you did. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want him music. not on your team. <laughs> right. You didn't want him against your team. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, even though he was a bit of a a wild man. <laughs> you know, he uh he had his issues as well, but uh, he really was respected for his mind. He was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We like to talk about sanctions. Does any any bad guys get what's coming to them? Or, or do we have to just take Hamilton as like a snapshot of history and, and then look at what history actually brought to those characters later? Uh... Well, I guess when we were on ethics, we should have talked about Hamilton and his uh, extracurricular activities. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> was he a proto-Clinton? Mm, uh, I don't think he was quite that bad. <laughs> well, no, probably not quite that bad. <laughs> Although it is an interesting tidbit that it, it was the first political uh, sex scandal in America that ever happened. Um <laughs> So and that whole story is just kind of crazy. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead okay. Well, his uh, his wife and kids had had gone upstate for the summer, and he was sort of approached by this young woman who tells her him this whole sob story about uh, her husband's like left her and was mistreating her, and now she needs money and she can't get a loan anywhere, and so he's like, okay, let me give you this money, and then now she's 
you know, seduced him and, and they engage in this extramarital thing. And then a while into it, he gets a letter from her husband and he's extorting him now. And it's all this blackmail and ends up paying him what would have been a whole lot of more money today than it was then, but uh, like a thousand dollars then, oh, which is that's a, a lot of money. Which is these a lot were several of several payments as well. It wasn't like over, one. over, yeah, quarterly over a really long time. Oh, so, man. uh, yeah, and then it eventually all comes to light when he uh, realizes that there are rumors sort of going around that he's done something unethical as the Treasury Secretary, that he's been skimming, that he's been skimming and, and engaging in the, all these things. And so he's like, well, to protect my reputation, I'll just publish a pamphlet telling about the whole thing and what really happened and all in the affair, and then people will know that I'm not a traitor. And, uh, not a cheat. <laughs> not a cheat. <laughs> and so he publishes this pamphlet, and it's this whole scandal, because <laughs> he's, he's... telling on himself. He, he's ratted himself out. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mention it to his wife, though. Oh, boy. Yeah, so so it gets published, and and then he's sort of out of the political eye for a while, because, uh... <laughs> Best yeah. to lay low. <laughs> Best to lay low. Yeah, the song <laughs> after that one was, well... He ain't going to be president now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he lived today... He, he may have. Uh, right, yeah. just run as a Democrat. Well, well but I don't know. Him and Lafayette talked about is. how they were both immigrants, so I don't know. <laughs> well, probably Hamilton more than Lafayette, since he never actually immigrated. <laughs> he was just a visitor. He was <laughs> hanging around. But that's how they liked him. They yeah. took him coined the phrase for themselves so yeah another thing uh through the musical was that and i'm pretty sure it's hamilton saying this that he had survived death several times where there was a hurricane where he lived and his mother died and they were both very sick and just that he had cheated death all these many times and so why why him when so many of the, his friends and his family had died before he had, and and so there was some of that uh, predestination stuff going on right. too. You know, why why am We're I still here? Meaning yeah. of life, sort of yeah. questions. Did so, he come to any resolution on that? Or? Uh, I think it was just something he mentioned. You know, it was in passing that why did I survive the hurricane? Why did I? Yeah. Why did my mom die, but I didn't die? And. Um, here I am, and, and just in the battles and all the situations he was, where there were people around him who died, and yeah. he he didn't, so. Because he, one of the things he did say at one point, like, I'm either going to die, or that thing, I'm going to rise up. <laughs> 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 so it's like, it's one or the other, and he has to, like, he sort of has this mentality throughout the play where it's like, he's got to go for it now, because he might not get another chance you know right whereas right. like aaron burr who is sort of played as his foil and opposite and stuff is all about like taking your time and waiting and stuff because they have they're both orphans and they both have they're similar they're very similar people anyway and so that they have these two completely different outlooks on what that sort of means to how they move forward is really sort of interesting too yeah, yeah. and did you know who Aaron Burr's grandpappy is? Aaron Burr's grandpappy. On his mom's side, his mom's dad. Uh. No, just say it. <laughs> What's sure your I've... wildest guess? Oh, man. You won't Aaron do it. Aaron Burr's <laughs> grandpappy. 
I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> Lord Byron. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> um, it's Jonathan Edwards, the the You're preacher kidding man. Me. No, that's his grandfather. Oh, I knew that. I just didn't say. <laughs> oh, thanks for playing. <laughs> you lose a million dollars in taxes every year. <laughs> so basically. No change. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I same, was just, same. I was just stating a fact. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, is there any other uh, issue that you want to bring up? Or just give us your final plug for whether people should plunk down money for the CD set or uh, download the music? What do you think? Yay or nay? Or... Jordan would say yes. I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's it's catchy. A lot of it is pretty catchy. And okay, then, let me ask you this. If they're <laughs> if they're okay with hip hop, they like hip hop. Yeah. But let's say they're anti federalists, such as myself. <laughs> can they still get behind it, do you think? Well I I got behind it and I don't like hip hop or federalism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, go. well, there you go. There's there the testimonial go. I was looking for. <laughs> All so, right, what and, about you? Um, I think it's worth listening to. Okay. I think it's worth listening to. And I'll probably I'll probably listen to it again. You know, I've got it on, it is right. on uh, Prime. If anybody has Prime and just wants to listen to it. Uh, if you're going through on Prime, there will it will say if it is an explicit song, so you can think if you want to. That's Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. All right. And uh, you can you can even do the lyrics on the Amazon yeah. Prime, so you can yeah. kind of see what's cool. being said. And uh, it's a it's an interesting story. It makes me think. I probably need to know a little bit more than I do. All right. So <clears throat> when you get a chance to see it for real, <laughs> you're gonna go do that. I don't think you'll be coming to our neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably won't. I would like to see it. Yeah. Okay. If I had an opportunity, I would go and see it. All right. Yeah. I think it'd be better to, to go and see it than just listen to it because then you have the the full... Okay, uh, let me... let me. You get a chance to go see this or playing the same night are those Chinese acrobats. Which one do you choose? How would you I would do it? Hamilton. I would go see this. I would go see oh, Hamilton. I'd be the acrobats all the way. All the way. No, I'd go see this. That would be cool. Yeah. All I'd right. go see this. All right. Well, I'm going to go see the acrobats. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to go with us. <laughs> oh, no, I'm staying in the hotel. <laughs> all right. Well, we are done. Well, but you know... Since this is just being so well received, you know, maybe hip hop is a way to get through to this generation. So. Oh yeah, don't misunderstand me. I don't uh, hip hop's not my wheelhouse, but there are Christian men doing a bang up job and uh and getting the message out and you know, like we always say here, we believe that every form of media should be a vehicle for the word of God and and the mm -hmm. truth of the gospel and and all of that. So, yeah, just because I don't like it and you don't like country music, that doesn't mean... I love country music. <laughs> that, that, doesn't, 
That doesn't mean Christian people shouldn't I use those things. I love to not listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the same. Love when country music's playing on some other radio station. <laughs> or I don't That's even. Right. <laughs> no country is good and fine if you want to be sad. <laughs> no, they're happy party country songs. Oh, boy. i got to get you some Florida Georgia line. you got to end this podcast. Right. <laughs> right. Jordan don't like country either. Uh, well, I don't either. I just know the names. Uh, all right. <laughs> <You> <laughs> all <pretender>. right. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I'm a total pretender. All um, right. Okay. I did have a comment. <laughs> okay, you have a comment. About our opening music. I didn't realize what it was. I think maybe Oh, you don't we like should... the, our opening music either. Yeah. I was All thinking right. maybe we should change it to something hip-hop. Something a little bit more <laughs> upbeat. We'll all have to meet with the directors. <laughs> we'll just... Oh, boy. we got to do the rise up. This should have ended minutes ago. Uh, totally. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> all right. Okay. God bless y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks. <laughs>